Listening to CRTR 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for this very special jazz festival edition of The Jazz Show coming right up right now. Do, 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 do
And with that resounding thump from the drums of the great Elvin Jones, we introduce you now to the Jazz Festival edition of The Jazz Show. My name's Gavin Walker, and of course, uh, we do this once a year, and it's always fun. And my worthy constituent, in the words of uh, Charlie Parker, (laughs) at a very legendary concert, he referred to Dizzy Gillespie as his worthy constituent. And this evening, I referred to Mr. John Orsick as my worthy constituent, because John is essentially, as he does every year uh, at this time, I turn the show over to John and I sit back and respond to what John has to say about the Toronto Dominion International Vancouver Jazz Festival. John is not only... um, a radio personality. He has a great show on co-op radio every Tuesday afternoon from 2.30 to 5. It's called The Wild Years, and he plays uh, a wide variety of music. And John is also one of the founding members of the Jazz Festival. And, of course, he is the media director of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, the people that bring you the jazz festival. So without further ado, Mr. John Orsick, how are you doing? Good. I'm really good and uh, nice to be here as a worthy constituent. Uh, <laughs> I'm very happy that I'm worthy something. <laughs> well, hey, but man. it's always fun. It's uh, We were just talking before we came on the air about uh, how quickly the year's gone by. Oh. And here's another jazz festival. This is going to be the uh, 32nd annual TD Vancouver International Jazz Festival. And we're really excited about this year, as we are every year, because every year is different, has its own flavor, has its own personality. And uh, this one's no exception. 1,800 artists, 300 performances, and uh, 35 indoor and outdoor venues. So lots lots to see and do over the 11 days. We're starting... What is it? Uh, what's today? The twelfth. A week this Thursday. Oh my, oh my goodness! goodness. Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, there's a lot, and um, I brought down some uh, some interesting stuff. I think your listeners will enjoy. It's a cross section of different uh, material, and uh, I thought we would start off with uh, Branford Marsalis, coming from that uh, very famous family uh, based in New Orleans, the uh, the oldest brother. Of uh, of the kids with Winton and Delfeo and Jason and and the rest and um, this is really interesting because um, for the jazz festival he's going to be performing with the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra something he started to do about six seven years ago he started uh, playing uh, the classical repertoire along with some jazz music with uh, the Detroit Symphony Chicago New York and uh, a couple over in Europe. And so this is going to be his debut in Vancouver playing with the VSO. So here's the program. The program will be classical composers in the first half of the concert. Mm -hmm. And then there'll be an intermission, and he will perform a jazz set with his longtime piano player, Joey Calderazzo. 
Ooh. Yeah, so that should be that should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I've seen snippets of him performing in uh, in a symphony context, but I've never actually experienced a live concert, full concert with him. So this should be something new, something exciting, something intriguing. And uh, I don't have any music with him with uh, with an orchestra, but I thought we would play some of his really robust quartet music, which we've come to know over the years. And Joey Calderazzo, of course, is the piano player here. Uh, Jeff Tain Watts on uh, on drums. Mm. And he's got Eric Rivas, a wonderful uh, bass player in his quartet. And, of course, Branford plays both tenor saxophone and soprano saxophone. And I thought we'd uh, start off with uh, a really nice up-tempo beefy tune called uh, The Return of the Jitney Man. Ah, okay. Yes, let's do that right now. Thank you. 
Woo, I agree. That's some... Uh... Yeah, that's John Irabagond. Yes. Wonderful sax player. I saw him live a couple <laughs> of years ago. Um, well, the most recent time I saw it was a couple of years ago at the Detroit Jazz Festival. He was leading his quartet, this quartet that uh, we heard with uh, the wonderful Luis Perdamo on piano rocking mm-hmm. out. And uh, before that, of course, uh, may, m- m- people may remember him for um, his contributions to the band called Mostly Other People Do the Killing. That's right. Remember? Yes. Crazy name for a band. But he was he was part of that band as well. And, well, he still is. Uh, to my knowledge, and uh, he's coming. It's an r- interesting uh, situation. He's going to be performing with the Gordon Gradina Septet, so that's going to be a really interesting oh, with, combination with John and 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 yeah, yeah, and Gordon's that's going to be a yeah. late night ironworks show. Right. Uh, and uh, I just have the festival program in front of me. I just have to uh, peruse it because I haven't memorized when every show. Um, is happening, but that one's on uh, June the 30th, June the 30th at uh, Ironworks, and it'll be following Cat uh, uh, Torrance Human Band concert, which starts at 9.30. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Irabagon's coming to town, which will which will be wonderful in this uh, particular situation. And before that, of course, uh, Branford Marsalis with the uh, Vancouver Symphony Orchestra, but we heard him, of course, with his legendary... And long-serving quartet members from uh, an album called Metamorphosum, which uh, just kicks, as as we heard. (laughs) The Return of the Jitney Man was the name of the tune. So, yeah, you get to hear uh, Branford Marsalis in a a different, unique situation with the VSO, and then uh, he'll do a duo performance with uh, Joey Calderazzo. It'll be a jazz set. So a little classical stuff, a little little, uh, jazz thing. So... uh, yeah, there we go. A couple of uh, sax players to open the jazz show oh, tonight. Oh, hey. You know, it's interesting that uh, that Branford is, is going to do uh, what he's going to do with the symphony orchestra because I think many, many people here in Vancouver remember his younger brother, Winton, playing mm, with the Vancouver Symphony right. many years ago. Yeah. And uh, doing, you know, the Haydn trumpet concerto and yeah. all, that, all that kind of stuff. Winton was in doing... Um, he was playing jazz, yes, but he was also doing strictly classical music yeah, exactly, as, as well. Exactly, yeah. And doing it And winning awards well. for it. Yeah, yeah doing absolutely. it very well. Like, I mean, he's, he's so uh, fluent yeah. on, the, on and, the trumpet. And, and Branford is exactly the same on the saxophone. Yeah. Classical saxophone is a whole different ball game yeah. to play. It sure is. It is. And it takes a lot of study and a lot of practice. Yeah. And if you can do both, well, <laughs> you're Bradford Marsalis. You're Bradford Marsalis or Witten Marsalis. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Yep. Indeed. So up next is a wonderful piano player with a, a really beautiful name. Yeah, Cyrus Chestnut. Yeah. You tend not to forget a name like that when no. you first hear it. First time I ever um, came across Cyrus Chestnut was with Betty Carter. Yes. The Betty Carter Finishing School. You know, she, of course, like like Miles and so many of the great jazz musicians, always enlisted young talent mm-hmm. and nurtured them. Yeah. And uh, Cyrus was uh, the piano player with Betty Carter. And, uh, you know, as Betty's want was, if she didn't get what she wanted, she'd let you know right on the bandstand in Ooh, front of the audience. I know, I saw and that a very famous times. incident was with Curtis uh, Lundy, the bass player, Ooh, yeah. if you remember. 
at uh, the Queenie I do. Playhouse. Uh, but uh, she also did it to Cyrus, I remember, at the Commodore. Mm-hmm. She said, Cyrus, I told you not to do that, oh, you yeah. know, little trill, you know. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Cyrus is now an accomplished piano player, and I'm sure that, you know, he talks uh, very reverentially uh, regarding Betty as someone who really shaped him and gave him discipline. You know, as many of those great uh, players did, like Art Blakey with his jazz messengers and Miles. Believe me, Art Blakey told guys how to play. Exactly. Or what not to play or what what to play, play, all this kind of stuff, you know. And 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 may not have done it on the bandstand, but they certainly knew after they got off. Yeah, uh, and you know, guys that thought they delivered a wonderful solo, and then and then Blakey, <laughs> <laughs> Blakey yeah. would turn around and and say, uh, "What the hell was that?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to play all that stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't do that again. Yeah. You know, or else <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Betty Carter was was very much like that, and while she was much more out front, but uh, yeah. people that played with her always talk to her in reverential tones absolutely and you know those kind of people do not exist um really anymore on the jazz scene every every, everyone is is um i think it, it at the time it reflected the immediacy of what was happening yeah you know you had to do it now yeah. mingus did the same thing i mean if the band didn't perform uh, or some trumpet player was playing slightly out of tune or something. He'd just stop yeah. and and and, and yeah. say, "Let's start let's start again. over again." Yeah. You know, yeah. tune up and yeah. and do it. And of course, the audience sometimes would get upset by that. On the other hand, the audience, uh, many in the audience, would appreciate the fact that Mingus was trying to present the best music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, needless to say, I mean, as I say, uh, Cyrus. You know, has gone on to lead his own bands, his own trios. He's recorded in a solo context. And let me say, um, this concert is part of a brand new series for the Jazz Festival at Pyatt Hall. It's called, surprise, the Pyatt Hall series Mm -hmm. during the festival. And it includes um, mostly established mainstream players, but there are some emerging artists in this series too like someone will play a little bit later the vocalist and pianist Candace Springs and also the young piano dynamo who was here at Frankie's not too long ago Emmett Cohn oh. who's going to be, be having Ron Carter as a special guest so yeah. so this series is really exciting and, and uh, Cyrus is part of it uh, and uh, he'll be here with the trio. And I thought we would. I thought what we would do is play uh, a track from his trio album, and then one from his solo album to follow it up to give you Cyrus with uh, with the trio context, and then Cyrus uh, solo. So the first uh, track is the title track from um, a trio album called Journeys. All right, here we go. Cyrus Chestnut, and who are in his trio? Do you remember? It's uh, Desra. Uh, Desron Douglas, I oh. believe, um, and I uh, can't remember who the drummer is on there, but it's right right there. In the, um, oh, yeah, um, Neil Smith. Neil Smith, there yeah. you go. Desron yeah. Douglas, yeah. yeah. Beautiful bass player, yeah. young, young guy. Yeah, it's a wonderful yeah. album. Yeah, great. Here we go, Cyrus Chestnut and his trio. Thank you. 
Well, if that doesn't get you inspired, I don't know what will. Yes, wading in <laughs> the water. Wading in the water, man. Yeah, showing <laughs> off his uh, gospel church-going roots. Absolutely. Definitely really digging yeah. in on that. You can just feel the spirit. And incidentally, that's the name of the album. It's called Spirit. Ah. Wonderful solo record. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly gospel music. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, hymns and things like that. Mm-hmm. Before that, of course, the trio stuff from uh, an album called Journeys and shows shows uh, Cyrus um, in a couple of different um, configurations and his ability to carry the show by himself or work in a conversational context with uh, with a bass player and a drummer. And mm-hmm. so... Once again, he's uh, he's here for the Pyatt Hall series during the Jazz Festival. And uh, incidentally, I should say, for information on uh, on all the uh, Jazz Festival artists and ticket information and biographies and all that stuff, coastaljazz.ca, coastaljazz.ca, that's the place to go. It yeah. is. That's one of the most comprehensive websites, or if the most comprehensive website. A lot of stuff on there, including stuff Frankie's. that's happening at Frankie's Jazz yes, Club. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I always mention that every week because it, it, it's such a uh, worthwhile website to go on. And people often ask me, well, you know, where's all the jazz happening in Vancouver? Well, you know, go on to coastaljazz.ca. Simple. Mm-hmm. And you'll, mm-hmm. find, you'll find out all kinds of stuff, and you'll be able to book tickets and make reservations and yep. do For all Frankie's, that kind of yeah. stuff. Frankie's yeah. is reservations. Exactly. And uh, and the other uh, concerts, uh, tickets, especially the Jazz Festival. And, of course, we recently announced the uh, the all-star band Hudson with uh, John Schofield oh, yes. and Coming Jack the... DeJanette yeah. and John Medeski and Larry Grenadier. Yikes. Four of the, wow, yeah, you're not kidding. And that's going to be at the Chance Center right here at UBC, right mm-hmm. here at UBC, October the 18th. But that's still a ways down the road, but nonetheless... A lot of people have scooped up tickets for that show already. Cause they, and October they the 18th is going to arrive very soon, God. as we all know. <laughs> it, 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 Time it, is moving fast, Well, right? I'll tell you, you know, this whole this whole year has felt like October the 18th. We've had winter since, since December, and it just hasn't stopped. <laughs> I'm still waiting for, for summer to kick in. I don't think we're going to have spring. But, you know, as you know, the Jazz Festival has a lot of outdoor activities. Yes. So I always, always hope, cross my fingers, that we're going to have sunshine, especially on those uh, weekends, the opening weekend where we're downtown mm-hmm. at the newly configured Georgia Plaza. Without the fountain, it's going to be just beautiful. It'll be flat, and it'll increase the space, better sight lines, I think more comfortable for people. And then the closing weekend, of course, is at the Roundhouse in David Lamb Park. And then there's free concerts in Granville Island at Performance Works during the afternoon. There's free concerts at Ironworks in the afternoon. There's free concerts over in North Vancouver with North Shore Jazz. There's tons of stuff going on. It's always a wonderful part of the jazz festival uh, every year is the the amount of free concerts. Yeah, 150. I know, and that people can sample if they have not uh, or have, are not familiar with jazz music or any of its aspects, they, they can go check out these things yeah. and go, oh, wow. Exactly. You a know? lot of people have used... I'm sure it's engendered a lot of new fans. Yeah, yeah, you know? they've used it as a portal to get into the jazz festival and go, yeah. oh my gosh, there's a world 
of discovery here. There's there's so much music going on that I didn't know about that I'm attracted to. Yes. And now, you know, I want to take my, the opportunity to go see some of these ticketed shows, you know, and right. and, and go to Performance Works in the evening, to Pyatt Hall, to the Vogue Theater, to the Orpheum Theater, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of, um, it's, a, it's a real bountiful feast of music, both free and ticketed, and indoor and outdoor. So, mm-hmm. so we just urge people to to get a to get out there. Either go on the website or pick up one of these uh, really wonderful printed programs that I have in my hand. That if you move closer to your radio, you'll be able to see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's a lot of people. A lot of people keep these as souvenirs. I know one a person who came up to me just out of the blue. And said, "Hey, John, do you know I have every printed jazz festival program going back to 1986?" That is great. And I said, "Would you like me to sign them?" <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, right. no, I didn't say that, but but uh, no, that's that's fantastic. You know, people are so uh, wanting to kind of keep the spirit of each festival. They hang yeah. on to the program guide and uh, reminisce you know and go, reminisce go, go back as to what, oh i saw that concert i saw yeah, that concert. i was there and, and this happened and all the, yeah, yeah yeah all yeah. that kind of stuff That's, so it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of neat to hear you know yeah. people talking that way but well so. that person that wanted you to uh, autograph everything you what <laughs> charge them a little money you know why not you know? yeah yeah you could become you can become a jazz friend of you know co- donate to coastal jazz because it's a it's a non-profit society yes and it's all about uh, creating opportunities for musicians and getting audiences in front of great artists you know and uh, that's what we've been doing for you know over 30 years this is the 32nd festival that we're going into now, and each one has been unique. Each one has been different. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody asks me, you know, what's your favorite concert? What's your favorite festival? And I say, I guess what Duke Ellington used to say: the next one. <laughs> That's you know, right. The next one. The next one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Always looking forward rather than backwards. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's always been the uh, the goal of the jazz festival as well. You yeah. Know? Of course, and it's always been, uh, I think, uh, and I'm sure you agree too, is the the leading cultural event in Vancouver. Every, I think so. Every year, yeah. I think as far you know, as as far as music and arts is concerned, because um, it covers so many bases. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. I mean, jazz is is its base essence. Yeah. yeah yes, yeah. but there's so many aspects of jazz music which yeah venture here there. Absolutely. As we were talking before, Mm -hmm. uh, before we came into the studio, about how the music has changed, you know, how the audience has changed. I mean, everything around us has changed. And all great art, including music, reflects what's going on in society, what's going on at that particular time. And uh, there's, there's some pretty exciting things going on in the music right now. And jazz, you know, in its many different permutations and hues and colors um, certainly reflects that. And, and that's why I'm really excited to be part of Coastal Jazz because, you know, we're not, we're not reflecting just one aspect of the music. It's really trying to represent as much of what's going on out there 
right now, you know, not only from a local and national point of view, but from an international point of view, you know, what's happening in the U.S., what's happening in Europe, what's happening in in Asian countries, in Africa, et cetera, et cetera, Australia, you know, all that kind of stuff. Hence the word international in our name, TD Vancouver International Jazz Jazz Festival. Festival, That's right. right? So that's important to us. Even in Russia. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't get me started. Uh, no, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd like to remind people, though, that you are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and, of course, I'm the regular host here of, uh, or irregular host here uh, every Monday. Uh, and I'm really, really pleased to have my good friend John Orsick. Uh, who is picking all the music out this evening, and it's really his show. And, and uh, of course, this is our Jazz Festival 2017 edition of The Jazz Show. So I certainly hope you are enjoying things so far, and uh, we shall continue in right now with some more music. We're going to turn now to uh, one of the great piano players in the music and someone that I've had the uh, pleasure and I'm sure you have too Gavin of of seeing on uh, multiple occasions in different configurations Kenny Barron is who I'm talking about and I saw him I don't know how many times over the years uh, as a solo artist played at the Norman Rothstein for us several years ago uh, I've seen him uh, at the Village Vanguard in New York in a trio context. Mm-hmm. We brought him I, uh, at the Jazz Festival. This was a while ago with uh, with his quintet. I don't know if you remember at the Vancouver East Cultural Center um, with with uh, with the band. I think that we're going to feature uh, that performed at uh, Fat Tuesdays in New York. Eddie Henderson, I think, was in the band. John Stubblefield, I think Victor Lewis was the drummer. I mean, it was just a killer, killer quintet. All of them virtuoso players, great soloists, great improvisers, and Kenny, of course, kind of leading the thing. And I I just wanted to mention with Kenny, he's a very elegant piano player, but also someone who really can dig in and and be gritty. And and the way he plays standards and uh, works the melody is so interesting to me. And, And a good, very, very fine rhythmic player, too. And I remember one thing he said to me because I, I interviewed him at the Commodore when I was I was younger back then. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, um, I was just curious, you know, because he'd recorded. And I said, I said, uh, do you think your best work has been documented on record? And he looked at me like I just landed from Mars. And he said, son. Your best work is never documented on record. <laughs> and I never forgot that. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, there's something special about a live performance. And hence, I, fe- I, I, I wanted to pick this uh, particular recording out because it's a live date at Fat Tuesdays. It goes back a number of years. It's on Enja. And these guys really, really work. They're smoking. And yeah. the people involved here, of course... Eddie Henderson on trumpet, John Stubblefield, the late John Stubblefield on Stubbs on tenor saxophone, uh, Cecil McBee on bass, Victor Lewis on drums, and Mr. Barron on piano. Mm-hmm. The tune is his own tune, Lunacy. 
Thank you for Ben Riley. Ben Riley on the drums. Ray Drummond on the bass. Ray Drummond. Yours truly, Kenny Barron on piano. We thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> hey. Oh, yeah. And we thank you, Kenny Barron and the trio. And that was recorded live. I don't know if you ever went there. A uh, place called Bradley's in New York, and it doesn't exist anymore. No, just once. I was yeah, there. yeah, and it was a piano. It was basically it was a, a piano, piano bar. bar. It was basically yep. a piano. It was long and narrow. Yeah, and all the cats would just come in there. Bradley after Cunningham the was the guy that ran. You got the place. it. You yeah. got it. It was like a saloon in yeah, a way. Yeah. You know, like a long bar, tables along the side, and the small little bandstand tucked into the corner, right mm-hmm. at the back. And oh, I saw some great at music after hours there. And this is where uh, the trio uh, uh, performed live at Bradley's. It's a two-volume set. It's called The Perfect Set. And we just heard uh, Kenny and the trio working out on a, on a Monk tune called Well, You Needn't. And I can just imagine, you know, being there at that time, you know. The atmosphere, the place is packed. I mean, it didn't take a lot of people to pack the place because it was small. But it had a real cool ambiance, you know. And it was an after-hours feel, you know. Like you'd go in there, you know, after 1 o'clock, you know, 2 o'clock, and they're, you know, all these great musicians are walking in. Oh, look at so-and-so and and -and so-and-so and -and so-and-so. I wasn't there uh, that particular evening, but somebody like Paul Desmond would come in and play the piano. Yeah. Well, it was very uh, <laughs> casual, very yeah. casual, very informal, and hence and that's everyone— That's the way he wanted it. Yeah. That's the way he wanted it, yeah. and hence everyone felt really comfortable mm-hmm. and no pressure. You know, just, just get up and play. Maybe you don't want to play. Maybe you just want to hang, yeah. right? You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but there were regularly scheduled gigs, just oh, like the one we just heard, Kenny yeah. Barron Trio. But mm-hmm. but it was a really cool place, uh, Bradley's was. Um and K-Meek Center will be a cool place because Kenny's going to be playing there during the jazz festival. It'll be a solo concert. It's a, it's a night of piano featuring uh, Kenny Barron, and it's, uh, and it's happening on the opening weekend. It's uh, Sunday, June the 25th at the K-Meek Center, which is on uh, Mathers Avenue in West Vancouver. We're, we're using it for the first time. There's it's two gigs a really there. nice place with really nice acoustics. Yeah. And yeah. it's very comfortable. The seating in there is is great. The mm-hmm. way the way they have the seating arranged, you can, right. you know, visually, you yeah, it's, you'll dig it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's an extremely comfortable place. Yeah, so that's lots that's, of parking as well. Yeah, people have to drive there because that's <laughs> well, important. You, right? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's I it's know. the venue that's furthest afield from yes. kind of the, uh, yeah. the the ground zero. You got across the, the bridge. Festival. You got yeah. across the bridge and. <laughs> And hopefully there won't be any traffic or anything, but it'll definitely be worth the journey because seeing Kenny Barron, you don't get to see him every every weekend. So, no, so. and there won't be any tolls on the bridge. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> At that time, yeah. Yeah, not yeah, yet. Maybe a, a bit later, but not now. Depending, yeah. yeah. So that's great. And, of course, for <laughs> for information, coastaljazz.ca, coastaljazz.ca for tickets, information, bio information on all jazz festival concerts, including Kenny Barron, of course. Kenny Barron was a piano player. The first time I ever saw Kenny Barron was with Dizzy Gillespie. Mm, going back. Yes. 
Um, that Early was days. that was his first real major gig. Yeah. Although he he played with a few other bands before that, but when he joined Dizzy's band, he took Lalo Schifrin's place in the band. Oh right, yeah. And uh, and he was very young at the time, and of course Dizzy, you know, presented him, as, yeah. and and he got lots of features with uh, with Dizzy's band, and yeah. he was. He, even back then, when he was just a young man, he was such a virtuoso. Oh. Yeah, yeah, very special talent. Kenny yeah. Barron has, yeah, definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next is uh, a couple of uh, Canucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, they've been making headlines in the jazz world over the last little while, and their new record, I love it. Um, it has strains of. Uh, of writing that's reminiscent of the late Kenny Wheeler um, and also Paul Blay a little bit. Um, lots of interesting textures and, and colors in, uh, in this group. I'm talking about the, uh, the sisters from Nanaimo, Ingrid Jensen and her sister Christine Jensen. Christine was here with her big band. Yes, she was. Was, was that it last year? year or two years ago? Yeah. I can't remember now. It's all a blur. But she played at Performance Works. Yes, she did. Group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that was uh, that was wonderful. Uh, some great writing um, in uh, in Christine's. Uh, well, her band. Concept. Yeah, her band has uh, won uh, a couple of Juno I think it, awards. I think it, yeah, won the Juno well, Award. Yeah. I think yeah. Well, she's hooked up with her sister in a in a quintet. They both lead this group, along with uh, the New York guitarist Ben Maunder. Oh yeah. And Fraser Hollins is on bass, and John Wicken is on drums. Mm-hmm. And the project and the album is called um, Infinitude. And they're going to be performing at Performance Works on uh, Monday, June the 26th, during the Jazz Festival. So that's one gig that I would highly recommend. I'm certainly going to be there for that, uh, for that concert. Right. Yeah. So we should hear their music. Let's hear some music. All right. Here we go. The Jensen Sisters.
That is a nice album. I agree. Lots of dynamics, texture, color, tone, beautiful writing. Um, you name it. Some wonderful soloing as well. Ingrid Jensen on trumpet and Christine Jensen, her sister, on saxophone. And a couple of tracks from their latest project and the name of the band, Infinitude. And that was uh, New York guitarist Ben Maunder that you heard in that band as well. It's a... Uh, Quintet with John Wicken on drums and Fraser Hollins on bass rounding out uh, the band. And they will be at Performance Works during the Jazz Festival. Uh, I assume performing quite a few of the tunes from this album and maybe some new stuff too. So 
That's definitely one to mark down. Yeah, that's a lovely album. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Infinitude is the name of the album. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, the fabulous Jensen sisters from Nanaimo, British Columbia. That's right. That's right. You that's know, we often we often talk about uh, what's in the water over there because uh, Diana yeah. Krall. Diana Krall's from there as well. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think there's a few other people too. Yes. Um, that are now based in uh, in uh, New York or Brooklyn. Yeah. Hanging out there. Um, yeah, lots of lots of great talent from everywhere in Canada. Yes, and lots of them are uh, are based uh, on the New York jazz scene right now. Mm-hmm. But it's nice that they uh, come back and they tour. I think uh, Ingrid is living in New York, but her sister Christine is in Montreal. She's in Montreal, yeah. and that's one of the reasons why Fraser Hollins is on bass because he's a Montrealer too. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So they shall be here. All right. Once again, uh, this is the Jazz Festival edition of the Jazz Show. My name's Gavin Walker, and I'm your host here every Monday night. And, of course, my guest this evening is a very special person. He's one of the founding fathers of the Founding fathers makes Father? you, it makes you really? sa- it makes you sound oh like some, some old geezer, right? Something I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Founding fathers of the jazz festival and the media director, and of course, uh, as I mentioned before, John is uh, somebody who has a radio show every Tuesday afternoon on Co-op Radio, mm-hmm. which is one hundred point five, right? Yep. And cooperate if you haven't checked out Co-op Radio, and he has a show called The Wild Years, and of course uh, plays all kinds of wonderful music on that show from two thirty in the afternoon until five mm-hmm. every every Tuesday. So what's up next? What is up next? I think it's time uh, for some vocal music, and one of the premier vocalists on uh, on the jazz scene has been for a long time is Tierney Sutton and uh, I just uh, I just think the world of her as a as a vocalist and a singer interpreter of uh, of both uh, standards and uh, pop music and and original fare and she's been putting out great albums with this man that she's had for I think it's two decades 20 years and her latest project is uh, the music of Sting. It's called the Sting Variations. And total disclaimer here, um, I'm not a huge Sting fan. I like some of his music. But the way that she reimagines his tunes here, for me, for me, in a lot of cases, they're better than the originals that he came up with. And with her band, the way that they uh, recast the melodies and... uh, inject a different rhythmic flair. Mm-hmm. Um, they just expand on an idea that Sting had, but they've just taken it further. Taken it and further. that's what jazz musicians do. Of course. You know, all the time. So yeah. so she's coming, and she hasn't been to Vancouver for a number of years now. The last time she came here, she played two sold-out shows back-to-back at Performance Works on Granville Island. Mm. This time, she's going to be playing at the K-Meek Center over in West Vancouver. Just one show, and believe me, it's worth the drive over to to West Vancouver to see this band play and, and hear Tyranny sing. So um, I think most people who have followed Sting or know his music know the tune. It was a big hit 
in the summer, I think, of 1984 or 5. I can't remember. It was a tune um, that was played on the radio at that time called Every Breath You Take. And that's the tune I chose for uh, for the opening of the set. And she makes it better. She makes it better, I think. Yeah. I love it. She turns it into kind of a lullaby. Oh. Yeah. Wouldn't that be like Frank Sinatra singing Bob Dylan? Perhaps it would, or or Bob Dylan singing Frank Sinatra. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that. Uh, just as a, this tangentially, I remember uh, he was asked, Bob was, because yeah. he came out with this standards album. I know, right? Yeah. And uh, people said, "Well, why are you covering these tunes?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "I'm not. I'm uncovering them." Uh, I thought that was such a great response. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm. I'm uncovering them. I'm letting you discover something new about these tunes. Yeah. You know, that's only Bob Dylan could. Only well, Bob course. Dylan would say something well, like of that. Of course. Yeah. Anyway, here's here's Tierney Sutton, and she's really special.
Can't you see? those eyes and even more those lies and then you see them smile for long, long 
Wonderful bunch of singers there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, three singers that are highly distinctive and three singers that will be performing at the jazz festivals, some in uh, ticketed concerts and some on free stages. And we just heard uh, wonderful uh, pianist and vocalist Ariel Pukok, who is coming with the trio. And she'll be performing on the Robson stage during uh, Downtown Jazz Weekend. And that is an absolutely free concert uh, on Sunday, June the 25th. The gig starts at uh, 1.30 in the afternoon. And uh, it'll be a beautiful, warm, sunny day. And there'll be, oh, you know it. be thousands of people there. And you'll be able to enjoy it. The uh, the, the uh, uh, vocalist before that was um, a young emerging vocalist uh, who uh, is going to be performing uh, during the Pyatt Hall series. Her name is Candace Springs, and she just signed uh, with Blue Note Records. And her latest recording uh, is on Blue Note. It's called Soul Eyes, and that's the title track that we heard with Terrence Blanchard on trumpet. And we opened with uh, the marvelous Tyranny Sutton band, longtime band that she's had, and uh, a track from her new album called The Sting Variations. And she's going to be performing at um, K Meek Center over in West Vancouver. And that's a ticketed show. And of course, as I've been mentioning, all the information, tickets, bios, all that stuff, times at uh, coastaljazz.ca for the 32nd annual. And I've been there for every one. No, oh, that's right. TD Vancouver International. Yes, that's Jazz why you're one Festival. of the founding fathers. <laughs> and I got the I got the sore back to prove it from wandering around and standing in front of stages, you know. But it's been a hell of a fun time. I bet. I'll tell you, boy, I've met so many great musicians, so many great people from all over the world. I mean, uh, gosh, I mean, you know, listening to this music has been such a passion for me and I know for you and mm-hmm. for a lot of your listeners and oh gosh you know I I just wish it could go on for another 32 or 42 or 52 years Gavin well you, you never know, know you know just suit me out for that wheelchair <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens but 
Yeah, I'll be. Just keep drinking that castor oil. You'll be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Bee bee pollen, castor oil, and vitamins. And vitamins, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm trying to. I won't get it tonight, but I'm looking for lots of sleep before the jazz festival. But tonight, by the time I get into bed, it's going to be. It's going to be late. It's going to be late. Yeah. Yeah. But nonetheless, nonetheless, you run pretty much on adrenaline. During the Once it starts, Once it right? starts, you're just like, it's just, you're going nonstop every day into the wee smalls, you know. And, of course, one thing I wanted to mention, actually, um, before I forget, is the jam sessions. Oh, of course. At Frankie's Jazz yes. Club. With as, Mike Allen. With Mike Allen's yep. band. Um, as in the past jazz festivals, um, there will be a jam session. It will be at Frankie's Jazz Club, and it will start at 11 o'clock. So every all the musicians who play in the jazz festival are welcome, and Mike is a great host, he wonderful is. musician, yeah. and uh, he really knows how to organize the bandstand and get people up there and into different combinations and what have you, and uh, and let the sparks fly, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So so that's something to look forward to as well during yeah. during the Mike the always gives uh, every, everyone a chance, yeah, and yeah. Uh, everyone gets you know. Yeah, their their moment in time. Yeah, and uh, feels. Hey, did you ever? Did I ever tell you that story when we were um, when the jam sessions were at the Lestelle Hotel on Robson Street? Yeah, yeah. And I was going every night, um, you know, hanging out and um, hoping to hear, you know, some some of my heroes, you know, kind of step on the bandstand and everything. And uh, you know, there was some great music, but. Um, Nothing really that knocked me out, right? Um, and then one night I thought, okay, well, I'm going to take tonight off, and I'll go to the jam session the next night and, and until it's over. And then uh, I'm laying in bed like at 1.30, and I get this call. My cell phone goes off. And one of my colleagues says, Johnny, get down here. Wynton Marsalis just oh, yeah. came up on the bandstand. And I'm thinking, oh, you got to be kidding me. The one night, you know, that I decide to get to bed so-called early, yeah. you know, and Winton shows up and he's just playing up a storm, you know. On the he did. Stand. I was there. And you were there, I right? I was there. Yeah. It, and so it, it I thought, was a huge event. I'm in my jammies. Yeah. I'm in bed. You know, by the time I get dressed, get back down, it's all going to be over it's, anyway, of right? Of course. So I just like said, thanks for the for the tip off, but. I'm going to go back to bed and go to sleep. So anyhow. Anyway, stuff happens. Jam sessions. Yeah, you the never Link- know. It's yeah, it was the Lincoln Center Jazz Orchestra. That's right. They were in town. Were, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, of course, all the guys came down came after. Down. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, and, of course, it was very special when, when Winton came in and yeah. with his entourage. Yeah. And just took out his trumpet and started playing. Yeah, those and, moments are so cool. Yeah, and people Unscripted. were just yeah, mesmerized. Yeah. It was yeah. one of those moments. That's when I'd really like to catch Winton in a casual situation with others. And, you know, just somebody calls out a tune. One, two, three, yeah. and away they go, you know. See where it ha- where the chips fall, you know. You know what he played? No. Putting on the Ritz. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But... He did it his way. His way, of yeah, course. Exactly. Of course. Of course. And uh, everyone. Uh, that uh, must have been really a thrill for people. Like when, you know, he shows up, he gets up on the bandstand, he's instantly recognized. Of course. You know, and people are like, oh, wow. What's he going to do? Waiter, another drink. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> I'm going to be here for yeah, a while. Yeah, there was an electric atmosphere there when, uh, yeah. soon, you know, when people realized that, holy smoke, Wynton Marcellus. Salas is in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, you know, smiling and jovial. And, yeah, the way yeah. he always is. Uh, yeah. 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 A very gregarious fellow. And just yeah. started to play this this tune. Yeah. Um, I, he obviously made sure everyone knew it before he did it. Yeah. But it was all very quiet, and then he just went into it. And and yeah. It was, yeah. It was great. Yeah. I know. Those are special moments. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Jam sessions, that's what happens. Yeah. And, and you have to be there. Yeah. You have to be there. Yeah, sometimes it's just luck, you know. You yeah. happen to be there on a certain night. Certain musicians are in town. It just the chemistry connect, clicks. You know, clicks, and off you go. Mm-hmm. And you get to talk about it for years and years after that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember when I yeah, was there. Yeah. I, I was, was there. there. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. Indeed. So, we have. Uh, we up- have something else. I think so. Okay, here we go. We're going to... Uh... Oh, I know what we have. It's a band... Um, I'll just uh, say that you are listening to CITR FM 101.9 and on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker. This is the very special annual jazz festival edition of The Jazz Show. And, of course... Not me this evening. The real host of the show is my good friend John Orsick, one of the founding fathers. Sorry about that, but you are <laughs> one of the founding fathers of the Jazz Festival. I'm a, and of I'm course, a daddy. Course, <laughs> I'm a daddy. <laughs> the media director uh, for Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, the people that produce the Jazz Festival. And um, John is my very welcome uh, guest host here this evening. So we have a band... Very interesting band. It's been around for a while. Yeah. They're it's celebrating their 40th anniversary. Bass, drum, bone. They were originally called a wasp bait. And that's, oh, I didn't know that's that. The, yeah, that's the name they recorded under in the 70s. Oh, okay. I then they changed their name uh, to bass, drum, bone. The bass being Mark Elias, the drums being Jerry Hemingway, and the bone being the trombonist Ray Anderson. They're one of my favorite bands, and they... Played the jazz festival as bass drum bone back in 1987. That's right. Yeah, yeah if you that. remember that gig, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I remember that gig because Ray was on fire. I mean, he's from Chicago. He is Mr. Energy on the trombone and plays trombone like I never heard before prior to him. Um, and after the gig, he said, "Okay." Where, where, where's everybody going? Where's, where's, where's the music? And so I remembered John Zorn's Sonny Clark Memorial Quartet was down at the Landmark Jazz Bar. And I said, Zorn's Sonny Clark Memorial. Said, Can you get me down there? Get me down there. So we drove him down there, mm-hmm. and he walks in. He looks at the bandstand. The guys in the band recognize him. They call him up. He goes on stage, and he just waits you know, backstage. And then he comes out. And it's a front line of John Zorn and Ray Anderson playing Sonny Clark tunes. Oh, wow. And it was just amazing. Just thoroughly amazing. So 
that is one of my fondest memories of bass drum bone. Not only their concert, but the fact that Ray went down and and sat in with uh, with Zorn's Sonny Clark project, which just blew me away. Um, because it, they took those Sonny Clark tunes and they just wailed on them, you know. And you've got an alto sax and a trombone front line, you know, with Bobby Previtt on drums and Wayne Horvitz on acoustic piano. And they had, because Ray Drummond, who was the, uh, the regular bass player in Sonny Clark Memorial Quartet, wasn't touring with them. So um, we suggested that they hire Rick Kilburn from Vancouver oh. to be the bass player, and they loved playing with Rick. They right. thought Rick was great, and Rick really dug it. And it was just like, man, I was there, and I just thought, boy, I'd love this to just be happening every night. I would come down here from other gigs and check this out. Because I love Sonny Clark, and I love um, Zorn, Sonny Clark Memorial Quartet, that album that they put out on uh, on Black Saint mm-hmm. and the Italian label. Anyway, that's a long way of talking about, about bass drum bone. <laughs> so uh, they're coming back, and they're going to be part of the innovation series. They're going to be the last, essentially the last band of the festival. Um, there'll be actually one more band right after that, but they're going on at 9.30 on Sunday night, July the 2nd, which is pretty much... You know, the culmination right. of the festival. So there they will, and they'll be giving free workshops that afternoon at the at the roundhouse. So, so Jerry's going to give a, a a workshop, and Ray and and Mark will give workshops too. So you got a chance to meet them and talk to them about the creative process, all that kind of stuff. So, this is an album that goes back uh, a few years um, as well. It's uh, Wolf for Low, and it's a, it's a wonderful recording. But they have a new one, which I don't have yet. But I will soon. So, but this is this is great stuff. The sound of the band. Yep, exactly. Exactly. This is a tune called Sambal, and or Sambali. Sambali. Right. Yep. Sorry, I misread it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sambal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sambali. Sambali. And it written by uh, bassist Mark Elias. Here we go. Bass trombone. Thank you. 
One of the highest profile members of the jazz scene right now, saxophonist Donnie McCaslin. Fresh, well, not fresh, but recently um, working with uh, the late David Bowie on Bowie's last uh, album called Black Star. And uh, McCaslin's record that came out was highly anticipated uh, by a lot of people. And he, he brings, you know, some electronic effects to the music um, and creates different textures and colors and um, rhythmic approaches and what have you. And uh, his show at the Jazz Festival at Ironworks is really getting close to being sold out. So uh, you may want to move on that if you want to see Donnie McCaslin. I was hoping there'd be like two shows back to back, but it just worked out that he was available just for the one 9:30 show oh. on the opening weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, that music is from his. Uh, his latest uh, recording with the band that he's had for uh, for a while now. So that should be fun. That should be fun that night. He sure Aaron can Lex. play. He can. Yeah. He can. And before that bass drum bone, of course, with uh, some music from uh, Wooferlo, uh, recording that they did for the Black Saint label, the Italian label, a number of years back. And uh, they actually have a two-CD set that's brand new in it celebration of their 40th anniversary and uh, it's hard to i mean how many bands do you know that have been around for 40 years i mean they haven't been you know playing continuously for 40 years no but you know because they've done different projects but you know they've uh, they've come together every now and then and this is the the tour that represents their 40th year yeah, yeah. You know, which is pretty amazing it you is, know. Uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's a Hello. long time. It's a long time to know people, to play with people, everything, touring yeah. with people. Yeah. yeah. You get to know them, I guess, a little bit. Maybe a little bit too much sometimes. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, we yes. Well, we all know anyway. those stories of yeah. some, some of the most famous bands in history where they all just hated each other. Yeah. And yet they played, and they played, played together fantastic. So beautifully, yeah. right? Yeah. On but stage. they couldn't stand each other personally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if I see your face again. Yeah, I, know. Yeah. I know. Well, we won't get into that. We won't That's get into sad. that. But still. Yeah. But it's amazing that, uh, um, well, it. It is kind of the the feel of jazz, you know. Uh, musicians, when they play together, even in their youth, very often get together again, you know, when they're middle aged, mm-hmm. you know, and and still produce some incredible music. music. And yeah. it's also socially too. Uh, you, you play with a group of musicians, and then you may go off and do all, tons of other things. And then you get together socially, and it's like you've never missed a beat. Never missed a beat. Yeah, you know, you just pick up where you left oh, off, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And this is uh, generally true, and I think it's it, it's true of uh, people that make music together yeah. too. Yeah, I know. agree. Well, they can just get back together, and all right, let's yeah. you know carry on pick here. Pick it up, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, I guess uh, we're getting close to uh, the end here, so maybe we have maybe once one more set, maybe. A, yeah, yeah. Maybe. We've got a, a a word or two here from, uh, and we'll be right back. You are listening to CITR FM one hundred one point nine on your computer, www.citr.ca. This is 
a special edition of The Jazz Show. My name's Gavin Walker, and my host this evening is the redoubtable Mr. John Orsick, the media director of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. We'll be right back with some more incredible music that will be performed at this year's Jazz Festival. Become a CITR member and make some new friends. Members get discounts in Kitsilano and around UBC at The Book Warehouse, Stormcrow Ale House, The Australian Boot Company, Fresh's Best Salsa and Company, Banyan Books and Sound, Tapestry Music Limited, Rufus Guitar Shop, Dentry's Irish Grill, The UBC Bookstore, On the French Hair Design, and The Bike Kitchen. What would we do without our friends? You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Honkameenam-speaking Musqueam people. Yes, and we're back with... We have uh, tenor saxophonist Scott Hamilton coming up next, and he's got a brand new album that was recorded live, and uh, it features um, uh, a wonderful player uh, from uh, Italy that uh, will be part of the Spotlight on Italy uh, special initiative in the Jazz Festival. And that concert is um, right on the very last day, Sunday, July the 2nd. Uh, Scott Hamilton, of course, a long-time tenor sax player, highly prolific, is going to be uh, performing uh, with Rosano Sportiello along with J.J. Shakur um, at the Pyatt Hall. He's part of the Pyatt Hall series. And there's two shows uh, for Pyatt Hall Musicians, one at 7.30 and one at 9.30, the early show and the late show. So you've got uh, your choice. Uh, and the, again, the best thing to do, coastaljazz.ca. But here's a tune. This is, uh, this is, I mean, Scott, I mean, he plays these wonderful ballads. He's just got the uh, most amazing tune, uh, tone. And, uh, and uh, also he can tear it up, too, in those high tempo, those fast tempo numbers as well. And uh, I picked this track where, you know, he's doing the ladder. He's really, he's like a racehorse, you know, headed for the finish line, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see every hoof, you know, as he's just like f- passing you in a flash. Um, it'll, it'll be a great concert. Scott Hamilton. Well, I'm sure a Scott cool, Hamilton cool always delivers. Yeah. He always delivers. And uh, this is an old tune. Well, I, it goes back to the days when I was a kid and listening to Benny Goodman. Because he played this tune all the time, yeah, you know, with the small uh, group with the quartet, yeah, and it's called Running Wild, Running right? Wild, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And Scott does it justice, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
Absolutely. Scott Hamilton. Uh, yes. Yeah. He can play. Song. He's great. Yeah, sure is. Sure is. We heard uh, two tracks from two different albums. We just went back in time with a recording that he did on Concord. A lot of recordings he he uh, he uh, documented on Concord. This one was called Scott Hamilton and Friends, Blues, Bop, and Ballads. We heard Good Bait and Smile before that with... Uh, Special mention to uh, Greg uh, Gisbert on uh, on trumpets. Brilliant really trumpet really player, fine yeah. playing. And Norman Simmons, who played a lot with Betty Carter uh, on uh, piano, the late Dennis Irwin on bass, Chuck Riggs, who's on a lot of Concord albums with uh, on drums with uh, Scott Hamilton, and before that, uh, one of his latest albums, and and uh, he's featured on uh, <clears throat> on that album with the uh, the Italian Wonderkind. Rosero Sportiello, and also mm-hmm. J.J. Uh, Shakur. And Scott with uh, Sportiello uh, and friends will be performing during the Jazz Festival, part of the uh, Pyatt Hall series, and that's going to be on the very last day of the festival, Sunday, July the 2nd, at Pyatt Hall. Two shows, 7.30, 9.30 p.m., all kinds of great stuff happening at the Jazz Festival, and uh, I want to take this opportunity to thank you, Gavin, for inviting me down uh, to talk about my favorite subject, jazz and the festival. And we uh, we, sca- we barely scratched the surface, but uh, that's how much music there is during the festival. And uh, oh, it's a hopefully huge, this huge uh, this evening piqued your interest to uh, to check out some of the some of the artists that we played. And some of the artists we didn't play, so that you'll dig deeper into the jazz festival program and check out some of the free shows, some of the ticketed shows, and and uh, make yourself a part of this great event that's uh, been going on for 32 years in our fair burg. Yes. Uh, so, and again, uh, all the information, bio wise, ticket wise, at uh, coastaljazz.ca. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight, John. It's always a pleasure and and taking time away from your incredibly busy schedule. And uh, you work your buns off. Hmm. Yeah, uh, this time of year. It's... And then you sit back and enjoy the festival. Yeah. yeah. The, the fruits of your labor. Yes, right? I do. <laughs> I try to anyway. You can never catch everything you want for oh, as long course, as you want. Of but course not. certainly try to make an effort to do that. Yeah. There. It'll yeah. be so much fun. Well, my great thanks to you once again. Thank you for inviting me. All right, John. And uh, do join us next week on The Jazz Show. We start at 9 p.m. every Monday night. And my name is Gavin Walker, 
and you are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Take care, and we'll see you in seven days' time. And be good to yourselves. Bye-bye. Let me refresh your memory. Russians. That's right. Russians, Ruskies, communists, communists. Oh, now you remember. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Russian Tim, and I'm the host of weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Every Tuesday, 10.30 to 11.30 a.m., Rocket from Russia is aired on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, or CITR.ca, anywhere where internet